Yeah, let's do it. I'm pumped. Let's let the healing begin. Today, we're going to talk about one of the most polarizing names in professional sports, Trevor Bauer. From Cy Young to Sayonara, Bauer has been out of the American game since after the 2021 season, but he could be set for a return. Let's take a no-holds-barred look at a man who could shake up the hot stove league. This is NYY Recaps. Welcome to Yankee Stadium. Just when they thought I was out, they pull me back in. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. How are you this Saturday evening, November 11th? Uh, one topic that I've been getting a lot more messages and voicemails about lately is Trevor Bauer's intent to return to the major leagues. It broke a couple of days ago that he is intent on coming back to Major League Baseball if a team will take him. He even had an interaction where he said there was no beef with Garrett Cole and he would play for the Yankees, yada, yada, yada. So as you can imagine, there's been a lot of interest in this subject. I doubt personally very much that the Yankees will sign him or that they'll really even consider signing him because I think there's better starting pitching options available. We heard today that Jordan Montgomery is willing to come back to the Yankees, although he's going to have to shave the beard if he does. I'm sorry, they're not going to change the rule for you, Gumby. We love it. You look good with a beard, but if you sign with the Yankees, it's going. Uh, I, look, I didn't think they were going to sign Doc Gooden or Daryl Strawberry either, so never say never. You know, I didn't think they would trade for A-Rod. Never say never. Weird things happen in baseball. Uh, and I'm not advocating for or against signing him. I know he's a polarizing figure, but from a pure baseball standpoint, if I were the GM, he wouldn't be the first guy I would go after. It would be Yamamoto, and then it would be Jordan Montgomery. I would try and trade for Soto. If Soto falls through, Cody Bellinger would be the backup option. Jung-Hoo Lee is up there in my uh, sort of target range, too. So let's dig into Trevor Bauer, because regardless of all that, I felt given the interest in the topic uh, that it warranted a discussion, at least. Got a lot of people showing up in the comments. How are you? Jake Phillips says free Bauer. A lot of free Bauer in the chat. Um, I wanted to give you kind of a primer on you know, who Trevor Bauer is as a pitcher and why some people dislike him personally. If you don't follow the game you know, on a really... Um, you know, intense level and you're just kind of a casual, you might not be able to understand why a guy who basically had some allegations dropped against him wouldn't be able to get a job. It's because he is kind of outspoken. My assistant, Frankie Baseball, said that I should turn the comments off for this one, but got to say, Frankie, I disagree. It's what it is. What it is. It's what it is. What it is. It's what it is. It's what it is. Walter Cronkite once said, in seeking truth, you have to get both sides of the story. So I wanted to provide both sides of the story as I understand them to be and let you people duke it out in the comments. Um, we've also got a ton of voicemails to get to, so I will get to those uh, a little bit. After I give my little spiel, we'll take some comments from you guys and then we'll get to the voicemails. And I'll respond to those as well. So let's begin with the question of why is it even important to talk about Trevor Bauer right now? He's an incredibly good baseball player, 
but he's an equally divisive public figure. He's outspoken. His online personality can be described as somewhat confrontational at times. And he's faced serious allegations of domestic violence and been suspended for those allegations, yet he maintained his innocence throughout, was never convicted of anything, as far as I know, never charged with anything. And um, as part of the settlement of the case, some recent evidence has come to light in terms of video and text message from the woman who was the accuser that I think would have acquitted Bauer in any court of law in the country. And let's remember one of the founding principles of the country, which is that we are innocent until we're proven guilty in a court of law. And the fact that you know she agreed to drop her charges and um, you know he dropped his countersuit, that tells me that um, you know it, it really was more of a targeted situation than anything that Bauer did wrong on his end from this from this point. Just just from an outside observer. You know, based on the evidence we've seen so far, if I'm in the jury box, I'm saying not guilty. And, um, you know, he he essentially has been vindicated. Uh, I'm not going to go into the gory details because this is a family-friendly show. Uh, the allegations have been discredited. And I'm going to refrain from detailing the specific claims against him because, one, they were shown to be false. And, two, they're, they're just not appropriate for baseball channels. So, Simple online search if you really want to know more. But all of the court case stuff, the suspension stuff, all of that is finished with. He is a straight-up free agent, and one with a little bit of online baggage, but also one with some Cy Young hardware. So, you know, after the Yankees have come off a tough season, we know how important pitching is. You know, there's a non-zero chance that this happens. So let's take a look at it. Um, You know, let's see what's demonstrably true. I think as a pitcher... He has been above average in his major league career. He began as a standout with UCLA, where he pitched alongside Garrett Cole. Now, there's been rumors for years about a beef between he and Garrett Cole. Both of them have publicly said, look, it's no big thing. We might have had something little in college, but it's not a big deal. Um Look, he was the third overall pick by the Diamondbacks in 2011, so he's a guy who's always had a ton of potential. He finished sixth in the Cy Young voting in 2018 after being traded to the Indians. He was later traded to the Cincinnati Reds, where he refined himself further, and he won the Cy Young Award in 2020 during the COVID-shortened season, sub-2 ERA that year. In 2021, he signed a three-year, $102 million contract with the Dodgers that included opt-outs after each of the first two seasons. Going to get some water here. And he got off to a strong start. 17 games, 2.59 ERA, but then the contract was finished because of uh, the derailment, because of these accusations. In July of 2021, Major League Baseball placed Bauer on an administrative leave uh, after these allegations first, uh, you know, Uh, made themselves uh, apparent, uh, and it it pretty much derailed his Major League Baseball career since. Uh, The leave was initially supposed to be week to week, and you might remember that they kept pushing it, pushing it, and then it was eventually extended through the remainder of the 21 season. In April of 2022, Rob Manfred announced a 324-game suspension for Bauer 
which was the longest non-lifetime suspension in Major League Baseball history for violation of the league's joint domestic violence, sexual assault, and child abuse policy. The suspension was later reduced to 194 games, but he still has not returned. In January of 23, the Dodgers DFA'd him. They designated him for assignment. You're fired. And he has still not returned. Uh, he signed with the Yokohama, I probably said that wrong, Yokohama Bay Stars uh, of the Japan League and had a very solid season. He was 11 and 4, 2.59 ERA, 160 strikeouts, and 156 and two thirds innings. Now, we got people already saying, sign him up. And if he wants to play in New York, go for it. And then Richard says signing Bauer would be Kluber 2.0. Interesting take there. But let's talk about why he's divisive as a person. Um, and this might be heavy at times. You know, we might stray away from things we typically talk about on this channel, like, you know, why the Yankees need more lefties or, you know, why Glaber Torres, uh, you know, doesn't run the bases well. I don't think we're asking the right question. We've got to talk about who this guy is. Uh, he's been abrasive in his interactions with people online, that's for sure, but that's not illegal. And he's well within his rights to, hey, Katie, would you quit it? Uh, to be a jerk to whoever he wants to online. Um, I'm sure a lot of you are jerks online. I myself have been a jerk online at times. It happens. Sometimes somebody just pushes your buttons. Uh, he's been, um, in 2019, he had some controversy uh, where he, he got into like a Twitter feud with a college student and what he was doing was basically tantamount to harassing because it lasted for days and days and days and he wouldn't disengage. And he has later apologized. And as far as I can tell, taken some steps to correct that behavior. Uh, one thing that people might find, you know, I guess a little irritating about him. He's very aggressively outspoken about his political views. Uh, he's known to be a, quote unquote, hardcore Trump supporter, which might make some people uncomfortable because Trump himself is a divisive figure. And a lot of people just just don't associate with people who like Trump. But I mean, the simple fact of our country is that we're pretty much split 50-50 on every issue. So the odds are you're already rooting for people who vote differently, who, f you know, who feel differently than you on a lot of issues. And when a public figure like Trevor Bauer openly shares his political views, it's guaranteed to be contentious, right? You're going to alienate on some level half of your audience. And, and the more aggressive you are, are about it, the more it's going to be offensive to the people who take offense to that type of thing. You know, if you're one of those people who just simply can't tolerate that someone out there exists who feels differently than you, it's going to be an irritant. And a lot of people just there will be people that if the Yankees sign Trevor Bauer will not support the team, will not support Trevor Bauer at all. I mean, it's just how it goes. I can tell you as someone who is kind of new to public life, voicing political opinions almost guarantees that a significant significant portion of your audience is just going to tune, tune out, tune away. Um, and, you know, when he expresses skepticism about things like climate change or questions Obama's birthplace, both of, both of which, which – he has done on social media, you might not like it, but he's exercising his right to free thought and free speech, which, you know, something we value in this country, even when we disagree with the content. 
you know, people will say that, you know, things are just fact factually wrong or objectively wrong. And you just have to deal with it. Sometimes people say things that are wrong or that you don't agree with. It's it's really quite simple. If you don't like it, you don't have to read it. And, you know, it can be shocking when someone who we know of is outspoken and they're saying things that are considered controversial or that you yourself don't agree with or personally believe in. But this is scientifically proven. Our brains are wired to see our own opinions and our own positions as being rational and justified. So it leads us to believe and to assume that most others share our views when that's not usually the case. It's a cognitive bias and it's known as the false consensus effect. It's a real thing that exists. So when you follow someone and publicly they have outspoken opinions that are different than yours, it's going to be a negative reaction. You just have to learn to deal with it. And it simply cannot be a prerequisite that everyone in public life or everyone on your favorite sports team confirms 100% to the values that you believe in or the things that you believe in or the things that you think are facts. Statistically speaking, and this may be skewed because of the demographics of pro sports, about half the people you watch on your favorite sports teams are going to be on the opposite side of the political spectrum as you. That's just how it is. You know, you read books like the um, the Bronx Zoom by Brian Hoke gets into that at length. But um, to say that you don't want a guy on a team because of what he believes in or whatever, I feel like kind of a logical fallacy. Now, if you don't want him because he's a, a distraction, that's different. Um, the chemistry and wiring of our brains, you know, it leads us down different paths of thought. And this diversity of perspectives enriches our collective discourse. You know, there's an entire spectrum of types of people. He's somebody who's a damn good pitcher, but he's also a little bit of an irritant, right? And he's very outspoken. But he's also someone that the public perception might be skewed about. I'll end this little spiel, this dialogue, with a recent quote from Mookie Betts, who I respect as much as any in baseball. I, I know a lot of you respect his opinions. He's a really smart guy. He said on Trevor Bauer possibly returning to the major leagues, it's something to think about. My experience with Bauer is not anything remotely close to what everyone else's experience is. I love him. I think he's an awesome guy. The personal things, I have no control. I have no say. Obviously, nothing ever came from it. And you know, I would hard to I would I would think it's hard to find someone who's brighter and more respected in the game than Mookie Betts. All right, let's take some comments while I get some water. Will Starr says a one-year deal would be I. Right. Um, Rick Diaz says Bauer can't be worse than Severino. I agree. I agree. Severino was awful this year. It's going to be interesting to see where he ends up. You know, uh, Richard C. says, you're right. Case in point, Tom Brady. This is sports. Political views do not matter. Absolutely. Hey. Uh, Andres O. says, if the Yankees are going to sign a pitcher on a one-year deal, I would prefer Bauer over Montas. That's an interesting perspective. You know, at least Bauer is seemingly healthy. 
the the Montas shoulder issues. He just had shoulder surgery. We don't know how well he's going to recover. A lot of guys, a lot of pitchers especially, just never quite recover from shoulder uh, shoulder surgery. So it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, how that works out. Word Lifer says we don't need this circus. We are all stocked up on clowns. You're a funny guy. <laughs> I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. All right, we're going to take some voicemails real quick. This one is from Spike. Hey, what's up, Derek? It's Mike, but my friends call me Spike. Um, I just wanted to leave a message about the whole Trevor Bauer situation. So, basically, we all know he had the whole court case and everything, and he's been proved innocent from what we understand. The only court case he did have, you know, he won. So on that end, I think he should be in the clear. He did pretty good in Japan the one year that he, he did do – he threw the ball there in 2023. And then uh, the whole Cole-Power rivalry, I heard by a few different YouTubers that it's kind of blown out of proportion. If that – Yeah, so I'll, I'll cut you off right there. It goes on for a little bit about Cole and Bauer. We've already talked about that. They've both said that it's blown out of proportion. I think a lot of times the media tries to create stories where there are none. Hi, um, it's Aaron, and I would just like to give my two cents on the whole Trevor Bauer situation. And this has completely independent, irrespective of what he may or may not have done um, off the field. Uh, we all know what allegations I'm referring to there. I'm, this is completely independent of those allegations. I think it would be an absolute mistake to go after Trevor Bauer. And I think the reason has more to do with the intangibles and whether or not there would, uh, there would be a conflict with Garrett Cole. I mean, everything that we have seen, at least more recently, would tend to suggest that maybe Trevor Bauer would. All right, again, more into the Cole and Trevor Bauer potential beef. Look, um, all things being equal, I think that these are two grown men, and they both got a Cy Young Award after after Garrett Cole collects his this week. Uh, if anything, I think they might push each other. I don't want the Yankees to sign Trevor Bauer. He's a scumbag. <laughs> Appreciate the forthrightness. This is John from Jersey. Hey, Derek. My name is John, calling in from Jersey about the uh, Trevor Bauer situation. Um, I don't follow these things very closely, but from what I know is um, it's pretty terrible what happened to him. Um, you know, it's uh, it's unfortunate. Now, while the Me Too movement, you know, obviously was a good thing for things that we had been ignoring in our society, yes, people are going to take advantage. And then there's also people who are going to say, uh, you know, so that was violated because somebody said something inappropriate, inappropriate to me. But uh, anyway, I think uh, as long as Garrett Cole cool with it, He's a proven pitcher, unlike Yaman. Again, he gets into the coal. He says he's a proven pitcher. Look, um, he he's he's 33 years old. So, if you could get him on a one or you know one year deal with an option kind of deal, 
Uh, we've seen before he's willing to take a short-term deal. He took a three-year deal from the Dodgers. So not out of the question of possibility. We've got a few more questions here. Hey, Derek, love the show, man. Uh, Trevor Bauer, bring him on over. My name's uh, Chris, last name Smith. Uh, Derek Cole just needs to swallow his pride, and they need to bring on Bauer. We need to win a championship. Hey, Derek, Mike Laverty here, uh, long-time fan of the show, by the way. You know, I say if you can get Bauer cheap on a one-year, one-year, uh, you know, prove-it deal, I say go for it. Love the show, buddy. Take care, man. Appreciate it, Mike. Hey, Derek, Dr. Hipkins. I've been a fan of yours for some time now. I thought I'd give a call and give my perspective on the Bauer situation. Well, it looks like his case is null and void now, and he can focus on baseball activities. And I think the Yankees should jump on this chance to get him. Yeah, uh, the, the the case is over. It's settled. He can focus on baseball, 100%. Uh, we got one more voicemail I want to get to. This is uh, this is from Doug Rao. Uh, hey, Derek. It's Doug so Rao. Uh, hope your offseason's going well, bud. Um, question. So... They say Juan Soto's defense isn't great. If, you know, let's say for a second the Yankees make us all proud and go out and get Juan Soto, would you consider moving Judge to left and playing Soto and right because left field is bigger in Yankee Stadium than right field? Uh, All the best, bud. Appreciate the voicemails. As Doug asks, would I move Aaron Judge to left field uh, for Juan Soto? 100% I would. I actually think that Aaron Judge would be willing to do that too. He And he played center field very well. Uh, and I actually think that, um, you know, he would be unbelievable in left field because his arm uh, from the outfield gap, you know, from that deep gap would be better than anybody the Yankees have had out there in years. Uh, you know, his, his right field arm, you absolutely cannot take second base on it a, a lot of times if it's going to be close because it's accurate and it's a strong arm. Uh, he obviously throws out guys at home, but the underrated play is having to go deep into that left field gap and get the ball in quickly. And I think he could stop some base runners from scoring uh, just with his arm being a factor out there. Uh, he's got good speed. He's got a good stride. You're less likely to run into things out there in Death Valley, at least at full speed. So, I like it. Farewell and adieu to you fair Spanish ladies. we got to get out of here! Richard wants Judge to move to first base. I don't think that's going to happen. Parks and Young says Bauer got screwed. I agree. Quite literally. Quite literally. And Danny J says one year deal with incentives. I could see that. Uh, my my guess is that he will sign with whoever's willing to give him a decent deal, and my my guess is that there are going to be teams that are willing to you know give him a shot because again his legal problems he's he's been basically vindicated, and he's obviously still got an arm and he's willing to play and he puts butts in seats, which you know after all this is entertainment, so we'll see how it works out. Word Lifer with the final comment says. Yamasoto, that's the off-season mojo. 
Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the rest of your Saturday, and I'll be back soon. As soon as something happens with the Yankees, I'm sure it won't be long. Bogus.